And uh, Al survives. Why'd you call him Lincoln? I don't know. Okay, maybe his name is a. I think the car that he's driving is a Lincoln. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> funny. Anyway, so Al survives. Uh, she, Sahara wrote yay <laughs> and is uh, able to get out of his car. And uh, 901 does like send backup. And, and you said finally. Dude, literally, it's taking way too damn long. Honestly. So the cops come, uh, they block off everything so no one can escape. And the hostage is like, oh, cool. You know? And Hans is like, well, this is just an inconvenience. We're all gonna get out of here anyway. Uh, and John decides to toy with Hans on the radio. Which I thought was pretty funny, to yeah. be honest. And it's Hans trying to guess who John is. And John, uh, says, I'm just the fly in the ointment, a monkey in the wrench. You know, like, oh, sorry, a fly in the ointment, a monkey in the wrench. You know? Uh, you know, just like it get, I'm here just to get in your way, and he's going through one of uh, the dead like guys that he killed or whatever. He's going through his bag and he finds like a brick of uh, C4. You said a brick of some kind. Yeah, C4 is explosive. Okay. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you literally, it's a hair literally wrote Christian. What is this? <laughs> is this a mystery mouse good tool we can use? <laughs> like, seriously? Yeah. C4 is explosive. I didn't know that. Uh, Hans tells John that, oh, uh, you're not a hero, and I don't really think, uh, think, uh, you have a chance, you have, <coughs> you have a chance against him. He's like, uh, basically, in, uh, Hans calls out John a lot in this movie, and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, you're just some cowboy, or whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, you, know, you stupid American. You stupid American. Or whatever. He's like, you're not some cowboy, you're not gonna ride in the sun, or whatever, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And John's like, yippee ki motherfucker. And just starts walking back down the he's stairs. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you like that line? Yes. Okay, so corny. I thought it was really funny. It's just how serious they're taking it. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. So next we see a newsroom, and these guys are, like, hardcore arguing about taking a truck. And they suddenly go on air, messing up, I guess, the main news guy. He's pissed. So the first guy's like, okay, other guy who asked for a car, you can get it. And then he leaves. So we see the henchman report to Hans that uh, Marco is dead, and so is um, Enric, and that now John has his bag. Rue? Where Who is this? <laughs> we see that it's before. Oh, I already did that. It's gay, so we learned that. Enric <laughs> it's gay, so. <laughs> we learned that Enric had a fucking detonator. And I said, oh, so that's what that brick was. Okay. Also, why would he have it exactly? You would think Hans would have that thing on him. He got no. Um. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Hans radios Theo the hacker, still drilling, and I don't see God about him. Honestly. Hans asks how things are looking on the seven-layer door. He tells him he's got four down and three more to get through, as Hans tells him not to waste any time. Don't waste any time. So next we hear Al coming through on the radio, asking for a person who radioed for help to talk to him. John radios back and is like, I hear you loud and clear, brother. The henchman tells Hans that they need to kill him, and Hans is like, I'm not even worried about that. It's the FBI we should be worried about. Until he can waste time as much as he likes, but we need to find that bag. So John tells them everything he knows from the information he gathered, and them including a fake ID. So Al is like, okay, well, since you can't tell me your name, what should I call you? And John's like, you can call me Roy. And Al's like, okay, Roy, find a place to bunker down, and we can take care of it from here. And John is like, you got it, dude. 
So next we meet Dwayne Robinson, our breakfast club king. Whoop, whoop. And he tells the German terrorists, they mess with the bulls, they get the horns. I don't think he really says that. He doesn't. So Robinson is like, what's going on? <laughs> and I was like, well, the Germans won't talk to us. The guy we're talking to won't give us his name. But he's the one that called in and report, and he's already killed three of them. Robinson is like, okay, well, what if he's the bad guy? And I was like, no, I think he's a cop, too. And Robinson was like, how do you know that? And I was like, it's just a hunch. And the way he's talking, only a badge would know. The lingo here, bro. The lingo. Badge. I know. Robinson's like, okay, anyway. <laughs> As the news shows up on the scene. So back inside, Holly tells Hans she wants to make a request, and Hans like, okay, who made you in charge? And she tells him, well, you did when you killed my boss. Holly tells Hans about her pregnant secretary and how she wants to move her to the couch, because that would be better for her back. Hans tells her that they'll bring a couch to them, and she tells them that that will work, and it would probably be a good idea to start taking groups to the bathroom. Hans asks if there's anything else, and she looks at the picture she put down, and she tells him no, and leaves. Hans notices where her gaze is and asks for her name, and she says, it's Miss Gennaro. So we finally see Argyle as the news tells them what is going on inside the building, and learn that he has been waiting for in that car for two hours. Relatable. Dude, Argyle goes to the front of the car. He was and, just vibing, man. Yeah, and he goes to the radio. Yeah, we see units, like, getting ready to go inside to, like, the hotel, and I was like, uh, what the fuck? And Robinson is like, my boys are ready. And we cannot trust some random man from the inside. And I was like, uh, sir, what if the body fell from the window? And I was just like, I don't know, probably some depressed guy. <laughs> what? Rel- relatable. Relatable. <laughs> so the cops on the bottom, they're like putting spotlights on like the skyscraper. Mm-hmm. And John radios out. I was like, hey, what's going on? And I was like, I'm kind of busy. I'll talk to you later. Al tells him if John is who we think he is. John will know, like, when to stop talking and pray, and John is like, oh my god, you know, like, they're coming in. Like, he realizes that the police are coming to the hotel. Mm. And, um, I don't think the police know there's hostages. But, but he told... Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, John he did. John told yeah. Al, yeah, John Al told, told Al. Robinson. Okay, John told Al, okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Alright. After that, Hans also sees this and, uh, Radio's are saying, like, oh, the police are coming in. <laughs> and so the henchmen, he doesn't really talk like that. And so the henchmen uh, bunker down as the cops start, like, pouring in. And we cut back to Argyle trying to, like, leave the garage, but he's, like, trapped in. Mm-hmm. That so, really sucks. I know. And John calls, uh, the guys, uh, <laughs> at Macho Assholes. Well, Theo, the hacker, watches to the camera telling the henchmen how we are trying to get through. And so all the henchmen start shooting at the lights. And Ross is like, oh, they're shooting at nothing or whatever. But Al's like, uh, they're shooting at the lights. And, uh, yeah, Robinson was getting on my nerves. Dude, point. I know. It's just like, bro, what are you doing? This is literally like, what's his face? Paul Blart. It's literally, Paul Blart is based on this movie, bro. That's crazy. Me calls one of the greatest movies ever. Like Paul Blart. <laughs> anyway. And so Robinson tries to get his men to, uh, back because they can't really see where they are if they don't have the lights. And, uh, uh, like, oh, send in the RV. And, uh, we see, uh, this RV uh, <laughs> driving through the streets. Oh, but it's not a real RV, it's like an armored car. Uh, like, going straight through, and the henchmen, like, trying to shoot at it. And the Did you notice that the RV doesn't go through the stairs? It, like, rolls back. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's great. And so, uh, they tried to use the RV's cover to, like, get in and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Theo, like, sees the truck. He's like, oh, hey, everyone, there's an armored car or whatever. And the henchmen are like, all right, go get go get the missile or whatever. <laughs> Which they, uh, and we see, see them go and get it. And they, like, it's a really extended, like, scene of, like, them, like, putting together this, like, yeah. missile. Like, you even see them, like, drop it a little bit mm-hmm. for a second. But, like, so a lot of time focusing on this. But, uh, they immediately, like, once they get set up, they shoot at the uh, armored car and they destroy it or whatever. And the police are like, huh. And, uh, uh, they're like, all right, uh, so John, like, gets in action and he's like, okay, there's, like, an emergency, like, emergency, like, fire, like, mm-hmm. hatchet thing mm-hmm. on the wall or axe, whatever, and he starts hacking at the elevator door, uh, as another missile hits, uh, like, uh, this police car, mm-hmm. or, or not police car, like, the, thing. the yeah, 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 the RV, uh, yeah, and so, uh, John uses the detonator that he has, and he starts putting nails in it, he sends it down the elevator, and when it, like, explodes, it, like, kills the guy's uh, uh, it 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 kills like the guys that are firing the missile, mm-hmm. and the guys are on the first floor shooting at the cops. Yeah. So uh, it takes out a few of them. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if everyone would be dead. Maybe not, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to also, say? this movie is kind of just like an advertisement for like the structural soundness of this building. I know. So next we see the news covering the whole situation, and we learn that Hans Gruber is a member of the Radical West Volksfrei movement, but was kicked out. And I wonder why. Oh, that was... He was lying. Oh. That was the news. That was the news that was reporting that, not him. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I think that was just this cover. Because they were just going to take the money. Yeah, I know. I don't know. So John radios Al and Robinson comes over and is like, hey pal, we don't need your help. You need me to help this victim so I can be like a hero. And John is like, who is this? And Robinson explained he's the chief. And John is like, well, I got some bad news for you because from up here, it doesn't look like you're in charge. And Robinson's like, hey, you listen here, asshole. And John is like, asshole? I'm not the one who got buckfucked on national TV. And of course, Argyle's listening to this and starts dying. And I said, same. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. John then tells Robinson that uh, you're not making a solution, but you're just becoming part of the problem. And uh, he, then he asks for Al. Mm-hmm. And so Al's just like, hey, hey, John, just like, hang in there, man. Yeah. Anyway, then we cut back to the hostages, and Harry is once again snorting coke. And Holly's like, how can you do, do that at a time like this? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Harry's like, uh, uh, I'm done sitting around. And Holly's like, what the fuck are you going to do? Also, Christmas movie. Her name is Holly. I think you pointed that out. Yeah, I did. <laughs> See? You fucking bitch. That's funny. Uh, and Harry comes to talk, and Hans is uh, like, oh, can I offer you something? Uh, oh, no. Sorry. Harry says to Hans. I misworded that. So Harry says to Hans, like, can I offer you something? And Harry starts uh, brown-nosing a little bit. <laughs> He's like, oh, you know, Hans, you're this white knight. I get it. And Hans is like, I know, I know how to get, get you John or whatever. Which, is he going to rat out his coworker? That's what I thought! So next we hear, like, uh, John moaning. It's honestly really hot. Yeah, anyway, moaning. Yeah? Groaning, so yeah, the- you agree it's hot? Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, shut so, the fuck up. No, don't do that. Don't do that. So Re- then, Don't retract. 
So Hal uh, radios is like, oh, how are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just, just trying to eat this really old Twinkie. <laughs> Which, like, that was gross. I know. I, I would... I know they're immortal, but, like, no, they're not. Because <laughs> there's plastic in them. There's glitter in them. And uh, Al is happy to tell him that Twinkies are made of sugar and rich flour. Partially, you really wrote all the ingredients. Yeah. Down. Damn. Uh, it makes John smile. Oh, because, yeah, sorry, I forgot. John is like, what's in these things? And yeah. He told him all the ingredients. Yeah. And it makes John smile, and uh, Al is like, oh, how many kids do you have? He's like, uh, or John asks Al how many kids he has. He's like, oh, my wife, him, me and my wife are working on our first or whatever. And oh. you had a note here, you think that's sexy? Yeah. 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 When a man is like, oh, my wife is having a baby. Or, you know, like they just acknowledge that she's doing all the work, you know? I love that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I made this thing. Yeah. And Al asks John if he has any kids. He's like, yeah, I have two. Uh, and he's like looking at the picture that he has of his kids in his wallet. I know. And he tells uh, Al that I hope that uh, they can make it a play date or whatever. And uh, Hans, like in the rest of the moment, is like, hey, John, I know who you are. And Hans Han, Han is like, you are John McClane from the New York Police Department. Most glorious backside to some Arizona. What? To some. You are the most devious bastard in New York City. No, what did you say about Tucson, Arizona? This is how we talk in Tucson, Arizona. Because <laughs> she was like, you all talk weird. But this Do you is know how... the context of that? What? He ran away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I missed out an episode or two. Go watch uh, What We Do in the Shadows. It's on so Hulu. fucking funny. Man. Is it Hulu? Yeah. Yeah. Helen's tells uh, John there's someone who wants to talk to him. What the hot and he hands here? the phone to Harry. I was like, oh, thank God. And Harry's like, hey, I appreciate all that you do, but no one's getting out of here until the Germans get what they want. John asks Harry, uh, what has he told them all so far? And Harry's like, I told them we were old friends and I brought you as a guest to my party. Which I thought was kind of sweet. Like, he didn't rat out uh, Holly. I think he was thinking of himself right here. I mean, I guess. I think it was more like I mean, the action is selfish, but still, he could have brought it out Holly. Yeah. Saving himself in the end, you know? Uh huh. So, Harry's just like, hey, just tell him where the detonators are. No one else has to get hurt. And how he's putting his life on the line for him. And John is like, put Hans on the phone. And John tells Hans that Harry does not know what kind of man Hans is and what he's capable of. And Hans is like, you're absolutely right, as he swings his gun around. John warns Harry that these people will kill him and to tell that he does not know him. Hans done playing games and fucking shoots Harry. As John just hears screaming of the hostages. I did not see that coming. Well, well. I told you, they just light people up this movie. That's wild. Hans is like, John, you better start talking where are my detonators. And John tells Hans to go fuck himself. Me when I'm mad at Christian. Hans, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so mean to me all the time. Anyway, Robinson is hearing all of this and we're like, oh, well, we can't trust this guy. So, uh, basically, let's uh, uh, let Harry die and uh, we can't trust him. And Al's like, are you dumb? Are you stupid? Anyway, Robin's like, Al, uh, let the cops handle this or whatever. Alright, no, he doesn't say that, but you know what I mean. And if he doesn't, 
Uh, he's gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna well, he tells Al to tell John to like chill oh. out, and that if he doesn't, he's gonna like nail him. And Al like vouches for John. He's like, this man is alone, tired, and hasn't seen any action for us. So Al is like, are you wanting me to tell him what is he gonna happen to him if he makes it out alive? Uh huh. And so Robinson gets offended, and he tells Al that any time he wants to go home can be considered dismissed and Al is like no sir you can drag me away and Hans interrupts this by saying attention please attention police Robinson is uh, talking to Hans they negotiate a deal as Hans asks for the releasement of the seven members of the the new Provo Front in Ireland in Canada he wants the five imprisoned leaders of Liberté de Quebec in Sri Lanka the nine members of the Asian Dawn movement Hans says that when all those people are free then the hostages will be put on the roof of the building accompanying them in helicopters to the LA International Airport where they will be given further introduction and the police now have two hours to comply and like when he was reading off like all the people he wanted freed mm-hmm. his this that scene I was talking about earlier mm-hmm. his henchman was like uh hmm like, like what are you talking about and Hans is like I read about them in Time Magazine <laughs> love that for him Anyway, and Carl's like, uh, or not Carl, sorry. And Robinson's like, hey, I don't have the resources and time. But Hans is like, oh well, and Hank gets off the radio. And so Carl's like, do you even think they'll try to do that? And Hans is like, honestly, I don't even give a shit. Imagine being one of the of those <laughs> Did prison you dudes. Note? Yeah. <laughs> Can you? Sahara <laughs> said, yes, I gathered that. Yeah, but read it in Nate's voice. In whose voice? <laughs> Did you remember where I'm, where I'm copying that meme? What? Honestly, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, I gathered that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gathered that. Wait, Nate, Nate who? Nate Jacobs. Yeah, I gathered that. <laughs> Do you not know what I'm talking I about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I gathered that. Mm, double up. Mm. So Hans radios the other hacker. It's like, oh, are we still on schedule? And he's like, I have two more, or I have one more door to get through. And Hans is like, uh,. Theo, you better be right because no, like, Theo says. Or that. Theo, sorry, Theo says to Hans that like, oh, this last one is gonna take a miracle, and uh, Hans is like, it's Christmas, uh, Theo, it's the time of miracles. What you, you, is that? Is that a wholesome Christmas moment? Yes. Okay. It's this. It gives the same energy when Mary gives birth to Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyway, Hans tells Carl to go after John so they can get the detonators. And John then talks to Al and tells him that there's nothing he could have uh, done for Harry. 
And I was like, well, it's our ass, it's grass if you're wrong. And John is like, here, here. He's like, yeah, debatable. John asks Al if he, John asks Al if he believes that uh, what Hans wants in a deal because it just doesn't make any sense. And Al's like, hey, don't ask me. I'm just a desk jockey. I was on my way home when you rang. And the Helsinki illness, I think. <laughs> Anyway. Early stages. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he tells them the hostages and terrorists. Yeah, 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 yeah. And really, oh, we cut to is happening at the building, and they're getting rid of Harry's body, scaring the shit out of everyone else. So these guys are pretty brutal, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, literally. And after that, we cut to Robinson trying to meet Hans's request when he gets told the FBI has arrived. So then we meet Agents Johnson and Johnson. Not no relation to the family <laughs> company. Dude, I thought that the first time I heard that. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Robinson tells him, like, oh, uh, I'm in charge. And Robinson's <laughs> like, not anymore. <laughs> Next, we cut to Hans walking through this really dark, like, hallway as he's checking the yellow wires. And he needs to climb to see the rest of it. But he leaves his flashlight and his gun to check the wires that they're still working. So when Hans climbs down, he finds himself face to face with a shoeless John with a machine gun. And Hans puts on the performance of his life talking with like a country accent he's like sorry please please don't kill me you're one of them and john tells him to relax and i'm not gonna hurt you man and then asks what he's doing up here and he tells him that he managed to get out of there and explain that he's trying to get up to the roof and see if he can signal for help han tells john to follow him which is so smart okay yeah because hans tells him to follow him down this hallway so that he can get his gun because we see it it's like we're looking through the hallway. We see the gun. Yeah. And then we see Hans. And then John. But John doesn't see what we see. I love it. It's just, like, smart, you know? Yeah. I love it. But then, uh, after that, uh... John tells him to forget Yeah, that. yeah. John does like, oh, yeah, you can't go that way. There's tension all over the place. <laughs> and, uh, uh, if you want to stay alive, just stick with me. Mm-hmm. And so after that, we cut back to the police. And Robinson is like... Uh, oh, tell the, tell the FBI everything and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, sounds like a classic A7 scenario. Which is like... What? You made that up. I know, literally, bro. So, uh, Johnny tells him, like, oh, uh, we can take it from here. And I was like, excuse me, are you forgetting someone? What about John McClane? And, and Al says that he's the reason they have all this information in the first place and why they're only facing seven terrorists instead of twelve. And so Johnson is like, who is he? Robinson says, he might be a cop, still checking into that. Johnson's like, oh yeah, one of yours? And Robinson's like, no. Fuck no. We then come back to Hans and uh, John as they share a cigarette together. Hans is like, oh, if you don't work here and you're not one of the henchmen, then who are you? And John's like, oh, you know, I'm a cop from New York. And uh, Hans is like, oh, no way. Oh, what? That's crazy. <laughs> what? And John's like, yeah, I got invited to this Christmas party by mistake. They both laugh a little bit at the fact that, like, oh, you, you don't have any shoes. And John's like, hey, better than being caught with your pants down, huh? Which is kind of funny. <laughs> because, like, anything's crazy, too, because he was, like, he doesn't have shoes because he was trying that carpet yeah. thing. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. It also gave him a reason, like, have, like, a liability or something yeah. like that. John introduces himself, and Hans is like, uh, oh, my name is... So John's asked uh, Hans slash Clay if he knows how to use a handgun. He's like, yeah, kind of. John hands him the pit, the, his handgun or whatever and John walks away uh and John walks away Hans radios uh in a German I might add which is because you know some of his other guys are German mm-hmm. in case you didn't pick that up there's a bunch there's uh the guy who is like 
Uh, next time you want to kill somebody, don't hesitate. Mm-hmm. Was Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a. Uh, they have. Oh, they have like a handful of Germans. Mm-hmm. I think mo- a good portion of them are because there's mm-hmm. Hans, there's the twins, and mm-hmm. then there's a couple others. I think, mm-hmm. but. Um, uh, and uh, so John walks uh, walks away. You know, Hans radios in, and Hans tells uh, Hans slash Clay tells John. To, to put down because John had given Hans the, uh, the firearm at this yeah. point he's like oh here just take this or whatever while we go and John, and Hans is about to like shoot him or whatever yeah and he's like put down the gun John's like oh you, know, you did a great job with that accent you ought to be on TV <laughs> he's like oh what did you do with the detonators because uh I already used all the explosives and Hans says uh I'm gonna count to three and John says uh and Hans like oh the same thing you did with Joe mm-hmm. Anyway, and then Hans goes, which, uh, ah, never mind, sorry, I was thinking of something else. Uh, he goes to, uh, he goes to shoot, but there's, like, no bullets or whatever, and John's like, do you think I'm stupid? <laughs> and the elevator door dings, so Hans is like, as you were saying, and, like, all of Hans's henchmen, like, mm-hmm. come barreling out, yeah. and, like, start shooting at him, they're like, oh, got me there. Uh, and Sean shoots back, and he's able to kill one. But uh, they get into this like shooting match behind, and he's like kind of behind like a desk, mm. which doesn't look like it would protect you all that yeah. much. And John's like, uh, he takes a guy's leg out, whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, that's uh, that's two more. So now there's only five terrorists, and yeah. I think that's including that's Theo. Yeah. I think that's the twins, and then well, one of them. Hans. Did we lose the first one already? Yeah. Yeah, we did, we did. Mm-hmm. So we have Hans, one of the twins, Theo, that we, uh, if he knows who Theo is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one guy that eats the candy later? Yeah. I think that's one more. One more. There's one more. There's one more. Anyway. And so, uh, I guess, he kind of like hesitates for a second there, and then like Hans tells him again, like, oh, you know, shoot the glass or yeah. whatnot. Uh, so they both uh, do that, just like straight shooting at each other. And the only thing I can think of, like right now, is like, oh, you're gonna have like a fuck ton to rebuild. Mm-hmm. Like, I dude, I thought about that too. Yeah. Like when I was watching this movie, I was just like, wow, that's like a lot. Yeah. A lot. Also, at what point do you just tear the building down? You know. Anyway, and so uh, John continues to keep shooting or whatever because they're he's like outside the window from mm-hmm. Carl. That yeah. for, forgot to mention that, but that's what they're shooting at. And so, uh, well, not, not looking good for him right now. Mm-hmm. But then after all the shooting's done, uh, Hans finds the detonator, tells Carl, like, okay, we're back on schedule. And so, after that, we cut to the news reporters, like, gathering outside. And one of them tells the other that, uh, they found John McCain- McLean's badge number and family address. And the other one's like, all right, cool, big business. <laughs> Which is like, you wouldn't do somebody's, like, personal address. Dude, I know. Badge number, maybe, but, like, you would have to know who he is and what his department was. And I don't think they really explained that much. Uh, and so... Uh, we, uh, we come back inside, Holly's watching Carl, uh, as he starts destroying, like, the bar there. Mm-hmm. And the pregnant secretary that of hers is like, wow, that guy's really pissed. And, uh, Holly's like, which means John's still alive. Mm-hmm. Which, uh... I guess. Maybe they just... Maybe the car had a flat. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just saying. 
Anyway, and uh, the secretary's like, what? And Holly's like, well, uh, only John can make someone that crazy. And I'm like, okay, well, look, this dude's fighting for your life right dude, now. Literally. You're going to treat him like that? Literally. How could you? Anyway, and we see John dragging himself to the bathroom as his feet bleed because he, like, stepped on glass yeah. in the last engagement. And uh, we see uh, Theo uh, calling Hollins. He's like, oh, hey, uh, pray for that miracle because he just broke through the sixth door vault and the electromagnetic door came down, mm-hmm. which is a lot of security, to be yeah. honest. Uh, we did mention, like, what's, like, in the vault. Yeah, right? we said bonds. Yeah, bonds. Mm-hmm. So next we see John and like Al radios in to like check in and Al's like, Hey, uh, we're wondering uh uh actually we're betting on you, you know, we're wondering about you. And he's as uh, John's like picking pieces of glass Dude, out of his foot. That one looked hurt. I know. And John's like, uh uh Al, do you have fa- flat feet? And Al's like, Why? And John's like, I'm wondering what got you off the street and Al's like, uh having a desk job is perfectly reasonable. <laughs> And uh, I was like, oh, well, you know, there was, like, an incident or whatever. It, it was an accident uh, and whatnot. And John's like, what, did you run over your boss? And I was anyway, like, oh, I shot a kid. I know. Got dark real quick. Yeah. Anyway, and so after that, he explains, uh, oh, when you're a rookie, they teach you everything about being a cop except how to live with a mistake, which... Mm. Can we get and Al's like oh, I couldn't bring myself to draw a gun on anybody again and so John's like oh, I'm sorry and Al's like hey how can you how, how can you know and the, by the way the F- by the way the FBI is here FBI is here after this we cut to the Theo down there and he uh don't no fine after that we cut down to Theo and uh uh, he's looking on the cameras what the situation outside is and uh, explains like oh looks like they brought in the building engineers but not sure who the guys in suits are I was like it's the FBI and they're ordering them to cut the power he concludes mm-hmm. and Hans says like clockwork in the case of a terrorist incident they cut all the power and, uh, including the electromagnetic blocking the last door and that's what I meant from earlier because mm-hmm. it seemed like I'm telling you that was the last plan they are like okay Worst case scenario, we'll do but, this. But, like, if... They're at worst case scenario right now. Okay, whatever. So, anyway, back down the where cops are. Feds are arguing with engineers, but turn off the power. They're like, oh, we can't do it from here. We have to do it from downtown because the grid system will take out power for ten blocks. Which... Fucked up. I hate that. And the engineer's like, you're gonna need authorization. And Johnson is like, what about the the, fuck, the United... Uh, the fucking United States government? The fucking United fucking well, States kinda, fucking government. I couldn't remember if it was, like, United fucking states. Uh-huh. Or I'm pretty sure it's the United States of the fucking government. I messed it up, but we've gone too far. The United States of fucking <laughs> government. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> tells the engineer to like fire the grid or you'll lose your job which like wow rude I do I know I was like bro you don't what what you didn't fucking hire me what and uh they able to get the power off and John radios and Al he's like oh hey uh it was the fed so they able to get the power off and John radios Al he, he explains like oh it was the feds who did it and uh, they have like the universal you know terrorist playbook and they're running it step by step which makes me think if John knows that Hans is outsmarting them. Yeah. And so, like, it is what it is. So the magnetic door, like, finally comes, like, 
goes away, mm-hmm. and they're able to get into the vault finally. And they go through it, and they're beyond happy to see all the bonds that they were looking for. <laughs> and uh, back at the cops, they ask, like, oh, what are they going to do now? And Johnson's like, uh, we let them sweat for a while, and then we'll give them the helicopter. So Johnson calls for the airlift, and he wants it to be fully armed, and Al hears this with a concerned look on his face. He's like, are we serious right now? And so our bad guys are going through the vault and the vault and whatnot. Hans radios the FBI asking for if all of his demands have been met. Johnson tells him yes and everything will be ready in five minutes. So Johnson simply thinks he got his ass. <laughs> He's like, fuck yes, dude. I caught my bag. Hans is like, okay, cool. So as soon as the helicopter lands on the roof, we blow it up. And by the time they figure out what happened, we will be on the beach with our 20%. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know, how, how are they going to get down to the beach? Is there another helicopter I don't know about? Well... Because I know they have that... They're gonna... They plan on driving away. I know... Yeah, I'm like, I know they have that downstairs, mm-hmm. but, like... They're blowing up the roof, and then they... Oh, that makes, out of there. That makes sense, I yeah. guess. But isn't that gate still there? I don't know. That's the trapped Argyle? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Who's to say? Also, that's a good uh, one-liner. It's not really a one-liner, it's just a quote. After that, we see John. He's radioing out and telling him, like, I got a bad feeling about this. And asks Al for a favor. And he does. He's like, okay, can you, like, find my wife after all this and tell her that it may have took him a while to figure that out, figure out how much of a jerk he'd been. But uh, uh, when things started uh, to pan out for her. And uh, I should have been more supportive and uh, I should have been behind her more. And uh, John then continues. Like, he's, he's getting a little upset, yeah, honestly. Yeah, he's getting emotional. Yeah. What does he say, Sarah? He tells Holly that she's the best thing that's ever happened to a bum like him. That she heard him say I love you a thousand times but never heard him say I'm sorry. To make sure she knows that her husband is sorry. Oh my gosh, so fucking sweet. Very. Dude, Al is like, dude, you can tell her that yourself. Just watch yourself and you'll make it out of there. John says, I guess that's just up to the man upstairs. But gives John an idea to think about why was Hans up there in the first place. John tells Al that he'll be back and he'll go check on something. Next we see the fucking news people at Holly's house. Wild. Hoping to talk to somebody. Who are you going to talk to? The kids? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Anyway, the nanny is like, I don't speak English, so leave. So as a last resort, the news guy fucking threatens to report her. What a fucking scumbag. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck that guy. So out of fear, she lets him in. And then next we see John, like, leaping to the back hallways, where he meets Hans, where he met Hans, and finds the wires, and finally seeing the detonator. So after seeing this, John radios Al to warn him about the bombs on the roof, when Carl comes out of nowhere and holds a gun to his face. Al asks if anyone caught what John said, and the guy next to him says something like, double cross? And Al says, yeah, something like that, as he watches the helicopters come in. Yeah. Next, we see Carl take John's radio and smashes it, as Carl tells John that this is personal. So they start tussling, and John is winning for a bit. But then it cuts to Hans being told the choppers are coming, and he says, cool, perfect, gather the hostages. They uh-huh. see the news is covering Holly and John's kids, which Hans recognizes as Holly's kids because he's been in her office this whole time. Yeah. He pulls the photo up that she uh, put down earlier, and he sees John with them as a family. And he's like, this is amazing timing for me. As he grabs Holly and and the rest of the henchmen that are left to grab the rest of the hostages. We cut back to Carl and John's fight, and he's losing pretty badly. But then John is able to get on top of Carl and start kicking his butt. So next we cut back to the helicopter, 
and Johnson Johnson are both all in there, and they ask what the casualties for hostages will be. And Johnson is like, mm, about 20%, as the other Johnson is like, I can live with I that. I can live with that. That's so like, shitty! Why? Why? Know. So the henchmen are moving people up to the roof as Han tries to tell John that he has his wife, but John no longer has his radio, so... So next we cut uh, back to John and Carl fight, but Carl cheats by pulling out a gun and shooting John in the arm. So I was like, that's cheating. Literally. Carl gets up to finish the job, but John is able to sneak a surprise to attack him. But then we cut back to Hans and the rest of the gang getting ready to move out. And Holly is like, wow, after everything, you're just a common thief. And Hans rolls up on her and he's actually like, I'm an exceptional thief. And as of saying, I've moved up to kidnapping. You can consider being a little more polite. And I get that Holly is a tough girl boss, but no woman is talking shit during a time like this. You know yeah. what I mean? I think she values her life. Anyway, back to the fight. And I'm surprised they're still going at it at this point. But John is able to get Carl off of him and get the chains that are nearby, like, around his neck. And he sends him flying. So next, we're back at the cops, as Robinson says he's not liking any of this. It all seems really fishy. As well, I guess the helicopters are taking a victory lap because they land on the roof, finally. Yeah. Because it's taking forever for them to get there. Next, we see the henchmen escort the people to the roof, but when he opens the door, he's met with bullets and John McClane. So, John asks where Holly is, and her secretary tells him that they took her to the vault on the 30th floor. So, as the chopper gets closer, John tells everyone to get back downstairs because the whole roof is going to explode. As John tries to corral the crowd with his gun, the helicopter mistakes him for the terrorist and starts shooting at John. So all the hostages are able to get off the roof as John grabs the water hose from the roof and ties himself with it. As the hostages are escaping, one of the henchmen notices this and alerts Hans that something must have happened. And Hans is like, blow up the roof. And another of the henchmen is like, what about Carl? And Hans is like, I don't give a shit. Blow up the roof. John then asks God not to let him die as he jumps off the roof as the roof blows up. John, stuck in one position, shoots the glass window just as the wheel of the water hose gives out. He's able to make it inside, but because it's so heavy, he starts getting pulled out the window, but is able to get it off of him last minute. So the roof continues to explode, and you know what comes down with it? The helicopter. The helicopter. And it's on fire, and it explodes. And I don't feel bad at all. I do not feel bad at all. Like, I'm glad those guys are dead. So the entire building is on fire, and we see Robinson make a comment about needing more FBI guys. And we finally come back to Argyle, watching as Theo the Hacker gets the getaway car ready. We then come back to John, getting closer to Holly as Han- and Hans, since he can hear them screaming at each other. So as John checks to see how many bullets he has left, we see Holly scream at Hans as he screams at her in like different languages happens. John sees he only has two bullets left, but hatches an idea where he sees a present wrapping station. We then cut to Argyle inching the car closer to Theo, dressed in the EMT uniform with the whole ambulance ready to go. Argyle decides to ram the limo right into him, smashing up both cars. And when Theo tries to get out, Argyle punches him, knocking him out. That's a black king right there. That's a black king right there. We stand. So finally we get the John and Hans showdown. Like, don't ask him why this was so bad, if he was just gonna rob the whole place. Hans like, you can disappear if you steal, like, $600, but stealing $6 million, that's a whole different story. 
As Han points his gun at Holly, Holly's head demanding John to throw his gun down. And John does, and Hans is like, you Americans are all the same, wanting to be cowboys and ride off in the sunset. And John is like, okay. As Han points his gun at John, he does a little callback from earlier by saying, yippee Kaye, motherfucker. And I never thought I'd ever hear Professor Snape say that, but go off, King. yippee Kaye. John starts laughing, which gets everyone to laugh, hiding behind his back the machine gun with two bullets left. He had it taped to his bag. He used the tape from the present wrapping. Which sounds really painful, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. So anyway, John is able to grab it. He kills the last two henchmen by shooting... He kills the last henchman, bullet to the head, shoots Hans square in the chest. So Holly pushes Hans almost out the window, but he's hanging out as both Holly and John try to Did pull Did you mention out where he had his gun at? Yeah, it was behind his back. Yeah. Yeah, he's able to reach for it. So... But Hans, with his free hand, pulls out a gun, but John lets him go, causing him to fall his death. It's a very iconic scene. And do you want to know how they pulled it off? I feel like everyone knows this fact, Well, this is that fact you're talking about, so tell them. I feel like everybody knows it, though. Well, tell them. Okay, so they didn't tell Alan Rickman. Like, that reaction to where he's falling is actually very genuine, because they told Alan Rickman, okay, we're going to drop you on the count of three. So he was preparing for three, but they just went, like, three, and they dropped him so that they could get, like, a genuine reaction of him falling. But yeah, I think it works. So, Robinson watches Hans fall, and he's like, man, I hope that's not one of the hostages. And so Hans falls to the ground, and it goes on for, like, a really long time. Like, he's falling for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But when he finally does fall, we hear, like, this crunching noise. I'm like, eh. So, after that, Holly and John, they hug and kiss, and honestly, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, he, he's not gonna need the spare bedroom. Uh, and, uh, so we see the new people back on the scene after being at Holly's house or whatever. Literally. I know, and we see Holly and John crawl out of the building. John finally meets Al, and they're like, oh, hey, <coughs> oh, I it's know. you. Getting emotional, and John mm-hmm. introduces Holly, like, this is my wife, and Holly, uh, calls herself, uh, Holly McLean. And I was like, he is a good man. He's a good man, Rebecca. Uh, and so Robinson comes over and is like, McLean, I want to debrief. And uh, telling John, you got some, some things to answer. Uh, like, what about Harry's murder and interfering with police business and destruction of property? <laughs> and fucking Carl, like, shows up. Re- like, I guess he wasn't dead. Yeah, and, literally. And he still has a machine yes, gun. Yes, literally. Nobody took that away from him. Nobody took like, that away literally, from him. Like, literally. And he's like, starts, is about to shoot them or whatever. And uh, Carl is like, he's shooting, he's shooting in the air. And uh, uh, before he does anything else, like, uh, he gets shot in the chest by who else? Fucking Al Pal. That's who. Woohoo. Uh, Argyle's, like, uh, able to escape to the garage, but. Uh, Al almost shoots him and John's like no that's my guy mm-hmm. uh, and so him and Holly walk toward the limo uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the newscaster walks up to him and is like oh hey John how you feeling and Holly punches him on live TV yes fuck that guy fuck that guy and after that Argyle takes the McLean's home so he says to himself uh, if this is our Christmas I gotta be here for New Year's and Holly and John make out their, make out in the back of the limo, uh, riding off into the dawn of Christmas morning as uh, Let It Snow plays. Ooh, the, the end. end! Oh, Woo. my voice is gone. I know. Y'all can hear that. I'm sorry. Christian's got that sexy low register. I got that sexy low register. Oh, my goodness. That movie is so good. 
So, do you like the cop side plot? Yeah. I think it kind of just shows that this profession comes with, like, camaraderie. I guess. Yeah. Because, you know, like, John and Al, like, bonded, like, really right away. Also, do you like the, the relationship between John and Al? Yes. I do. Like, it sounds like they're, like, friends that have known each other. Yeah. Like, it's very natural. Do you like Gruber as the villain? I love my Gruber. Hans Gruber? Hans Gruber. I like him, too. He's very scary. He's a good villain. He is a good villain. I think, he, I think he's in, like, the top, like... Like, honestly, he's the best villain I've ever had. I think had. he's in, like, one of the top 100 villains of all time. Or, like, according to, like... Yeah, he's, like, really whoever. good. So, what do you think of the radio's walkie-talkies as a form of communication? I mean, it's it works, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I think I liked it more the fact that everybody was on the same channel. They could all he- hear each other. So, like, everyone had to be careful from what they said, but they yeah. weren't, but they were still willing to, like, have conversations. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And one thing I talked about earlier, like, you, there's a lot of scenes where it's just, like, John talking to himself, mm-hmm. uh, like, like in Mulan, where it's like, get off the roof, get off mm-hmm. the roof, get off the roof, you know, mm-hmm. like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really cool just because you get to finally just, like, hear, like, what the character's thinking mm-hmm. instead of trying to hit a guess. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? No, I love it. I love it. Honestly, I do like it's more like like it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like so, it's really good. <laughs> what do you think of the whole fake names thing? Like that happened a lot. Like John is Ray, Hans goes as Clay, and even Holly. Like yeah. she says she's Miss Gennaro. So what do you think of the fake names? Uh or the use of fake names. Yeah, I mean it's this game like this is kind of like the game of Clue almost. Mm-hmm. Like they're like trying to guess like who's who. To be honest. Yeah. And that makes sense because mm-hmm. like it always seems like an action movie. So the hero and villain know each other, but yeah. like, who's this pulling up on my block? You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like that type of thing. So are you ready to give this film a rating? Uh, I saw some more questions for you. Oh, okay, yeah, go for so, it. So, um, did you notice? Uh, it went haunts, and then we're breaking into the vault. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, a version of Ode to Joy that was playing. Yeah. Yeah, you did yeah, notice that? Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. And I believe it was Ode to Joy mixed with the theme of the movie. Like really? that song, but I wasn't sure. That's cool. And so after that, uh, did you like the humor in this film? I did. I really did. Really? Yeah, they made me laugh. Like, you were like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I think I just like how serious it all is. Like, it's funny, but it's, like, super serious. Yeah. And what did you think about, like, John constantly, like, like taking on like more like equipment or like writing information on his arm what did you I think liked, of all that i liked it i thought it was very resourceful of him it's definitely like oh he's a cop he's a cop yeah i think if we did art for episodes i think the art for this episode would be do you like john as the main character yeah he's really oh, i love john like i honestly thought like he's gonna be like a macho man that knows everything which i mentioned before but i just find it really refreshing that he's just some average guy that gets thrusted into this situation if we could do art for the episodes i mm-hmm. feel like the art for this episode would him be like writing like hans like on his like thing like, yeah like and like the tallies or whatever like trying to figure out who everyone is but i said this is bruce willis like at his best acting level yeah that's what i said I mean, he's done another thing. I know, but I feel like this is, like, really, like, peak Bruce Willis right Okay. Now. I kind of asked this one already, but which one was your favorite one-liner after the whole movie that we've talked about? Oh, my God. Because you said he'd peak IA. I did say that. Happy Trails, Hans? No, not that one. I think it was the, uh... Oh, God. I wish I could think of it. 
I think Welcome to the party, pal. Thanks for the advice, CPKA. I read about them in Time Magazine. We'll be sitting on a or beach. Or maybe you missed some. You well, missed some with the cocaine thing. Oh, you missed some? Yeah. yeah. What was your favorite scene? Oh, shoot. Okay. My favorite scene. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think the ele- like him in the event. I guess when he had a Santa hat on, though. Yeah. Do you uh, remember his Santa hat in the event? I honestly don't remember. Sorry. Also, no, it's okay. I might have been dull in my fact. I always feel like... I didn't know this movie came out in the 80s. I thought it was a lot younger than yeah. I thought it would be. Uh-huh. Yeah. My favorite scene was probably the beginning, uh-huh. where, like, the bad guys show up at the place. Oh, yeah. And you see uh, uh, Theo just, like, smooth-talking his way. Oh, yeah. And Theo's then, cool, yeah. Like, I don't know, it kind of just establishes that, like, these guys aren't, like, here to, like mess around you know yeah like they're not just, even though they are messing around you know yeah like they can afford to like yeah. they're like they're good like uh whatever and i just think that's crazy too because like other like films of the time like in the 80s that were also rated this film was rated r by the way uh, i yeah, think I this i think this might be our first other than 50 shades yeah which come on i think this might be our first rated r film mm, our first serious rated r film yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> an action film. Hey, right, it's I'm not done. I'm not done. And my favorite <laughs> scene is that because it really establishes who they are as villains. Yeah, know? yeah, it's good. Yeah. Like, uh, nobody's corny. Like, everybody has a purpose. Yeah. Anyway, and what, what, what did you like the little moments of John that I mentioned? Like, just like him? Like, his character? His yeah. Mo- mm-hmm. yeah internal I love monologue. John. I love John. Like, I could not let him go. Alright, so last two. Okay. Of. All right, so would you consider these criminals smart? Yes. Yes? Yeah. Did you think they did any dumb things? Mm, I think when Carl was looking for revenge, I think if they would have listened to uh, Hans about locking him in the elevator shop, they wouldn't have to worry about it. I literally think that, like, had they all kind of just, like, stayed there, they would have yeah. been good. Yeah. Like, I didn't think they needed to, like, Look split up, yeah. like, Scooby-Doo style. Yeah. Yeah, and, all right, and last one favorite bad guy Hans Gruber are you kidding Hans Gruber Hans fucking Gruber that's daddy Hans Gruber I love him oh yeah especially the whole like when he gets up in Holly State and he's like you know you should think about being nicer I'd be like yes sir yes sir okay now we can give this film our rating okay you ready same time one one two three nine I go for eight. It's a pretty high rating. Yeah, it's good. It's probably the highest. Yeah, this is the highest you've ever gone. It's for Die Hard. <laughs> All right, puff puff pass or puff puff smash. Puff puff smash. Yes, it is a smash. I do highly recommend this movie. I would watch it again. I really would. I really enjoyed I'm it. I'm surprised you never saw it. Yeah, I, I know. Me movie. too. I feel like this me is a movie too. your dad would have gone up I watching. I know. I know. Because it's an actual good movie. You probably did watch it and you were just too young and yeah. didn't let you. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I mean, out of all the other things I watched. But oh, anyway. But it's Die Hard. <laughs> all right, Dream Blunt Rotation. Dream Blunt Rotation. Okay. Um, John. Okay. Al. Okay. Uh, Theo. Okay. And uh, Johnson. <laughs> okay. I'll let you pick which one. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll do the... So there's like the Pregnant other secretary, because apparently she's she can drink, she can smoke. So I like the other Johnson. 
um, the nanny, the second guard that got shot. Rip the homie. I know, literally. Joe, for sure. Joe's really cool. And, um, the cocaine that was left on Holly's desk. Rip the homie. <laughs> All right, guys. What an episode. That was a very good episode. Christian, Speaking of episodes. Wanna, oh, shall we tell them what our next oh, one? Oh, I, I, I was like, going to Or do we going to plug our, our information? Is? Do you want to plug our information? Yeah. We'll okay. do that. Okay. You guys can follow us on Twitter at Puff Pass Podcast. And we know it gets confusing, but our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify is Puff Puff Pass Podcast. Woo! But on us. Twitter, we're just Puff Puff Pass Podcast. podcast. I know. Well, no, we're just so Puff Pass Podcast, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It does get confusing, but maybe if you just read them. But I mean, like, if you really want to reach us and talk to us, Email us at puffpuffpodcast23 at gmail.com. Yes, sir. And we're not doing sober thoughts this month because, you know, we're going to be on vacation. We want to enjoy ourselves. You know. But New Year's, we do have a special, special episode. So make sure to be there for that. Christian, shall we tell them? What movie we are doing next? Yes, we can. We Sahara. are doing the the night Nightmare. before. Wait, night with the what? The night before. The night before. Yeah. What's that? You're gonna find out. It's gonna be great. I thought earlier. I thought you said the nightmare before. Correct? Yeah, we're not doing that. Oh, we're not. Okay, cool. Mm. Thank God. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's corny. I hate that movie. What? I hate that movie. I think it's more like a Halloween movie than a Christmas movie. It's more like a movie that shouldn't have been made. It's more like a waste of time. Anyway, we're going to edit that one out. Anyway, we're going to see the night before, so be there for that. It's a Seth Rogen film. Super funny. Oh, I know this movie. Yeah, I'm so excited, so be there for that. Bye, guys. Christian, say bye. Bye.